right, take two. And we are recording. I am going to be blue because I don't have the lights on behind the iMac. Because those lights should be above me. But I'm an idiot and put them behind the Mac. And they shine right in my eyes and give me a headache. If I use them for longer than like an hour. And I have an episode after this that I want to use them on. So I'm going to save my headache allowance for that. Um, So that's why I'm blue. And it's also 3.30 and I still have a little bit of sunlight. And I do like using the sunlight because I've done the, every episode in the past apartment from 4.18 to 9.80 was done in a closet-like room with no natural light. And I'm really enjoying this natural light. Um, I wanted to do an hour for the solar ramp, but I got about 30 minutes. So it is what it is. Uh, Monday, December 5th, 2022 at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Episode 1013, I think. Um, and uh, I don't think this solar rant will actually take a lot of time because I don't really know anything about the topic. But every once in a while, I find a uh, a nifty little factoid of something that I know not- knew nothing about. It's the very reason why I think I know a lot of the weird unconnected information I know is uh, ironically enough, it started in Portland when I lived here in 2007 for about eight or nine months. Uh, I had no friends. I didn't want any friends. Uh, I was very angry at the world and that's another story for another time, but I spent a lot of my time just on Wikipedia reading and I would love to go down rabbit holes and click on an article and then click on an article at the bottom or a link in the article on and on and on until you don't, until you're on somewhere completely unrecognizable. And I and I loved doing this in college as well when I'd get a book, you know, like cellular biology or organic chemistry. I always loved flipping like 50% through the book. And I just loved finding the most complex alien looking chart. And then eventually when you get to that topic, you'd find it actually isn't that complex and alien. And that's not like a patting myself on the back. You just, it's because you knew nothing about it. And, um, but I, there's something about those that always draw me in. If like, I know, I like, I vividly remember like reading about the Island of stability and it's some weird, like, I don't know if it's been proven or not, but like theoretical Island of like where, as the elements go higher and higher mass, there actually is like a weird bell curve where at one point they start to get more stable than less stable. Because they get less and less stable the higher and higher they go. It's, they're all, all art- artificially synthesized, at least in our solar system. And just little things like that. Just these weird kind of esoteric, and a lot of them kind of fizzle out into nothing. But every once in a while, you'd follow this weird esoteric vine of Wikipedia links, a vein, if you will. And then, you know, you'd follow the string and it'd go into like a and a lot of times the strings just ended into nothing they're just flapping in the wind it gets into like the history of the discovery of technetium or something but every once in a while at the end of one of those strings would be like a like a treasure chest or like a box or something or you know lead to under a door and you'd open the door and there'd be a whole cathedral of new information of something that was like cool and interesting and then that would go down another rabbit hole and blah 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 and um, I remember that's how I learned about uh, 
Shiva Star. It was like this SDI program in the 80s that I think became classified in the early 90s where they used, I think, like a descendant of the Z machine. And I remember the Z machine because I remember an image from that from the, the 2001 Guinness Book of World Records. I think that was the purple holographic one. Then just had this cool image of what looked like a pool of electricity. And there's this thing called the Shiva star, which would, and it's not a typo and I'm not, it, it sounds science fiction, but they would shoot these like plasma balls at 10,000 kilometers a second. And it was going to be used to like shoot down ICBMs. And then it went classified, but it was this weird, like futuristic occult looking machine. It was, a, it was like a star, but it was made of like metal. Very odd. And so the thing is, is everyone's so, uh, you know, or like, uh, you know, SR-71 Blackbird and the X-15 and all that stuff. And then you find out like something years later, after years of what I thought was like reading about just about every unclassified or declassified program there was with hypersonics, then even just, I think it was earlier this year, I learned about a Copper Canyon which was like a DARPA project in like the 80s to have like a Mach 15 fighter jet. And I was like, I thought I fucking knew everything. And it wasn't that like somebody sent me documents. No, it was just in a book on Audible. Like the fuck? Um, so that's always kind of what started my interest. And a lot of it, uh, a lot of it does turn into a dead end. And a lot of it is useless. But it's like a very fun way to learn is just kind of surfing around the surface and then you and it's almost like a thumbnail like an attractive thumbnail on youtube or an interesting looking book on audible you just, just go down a wikipedia rabbit hole and all of a sudden you'll find something that you knew nothing about you like, what the fuck is this and it's just like it's the most fun way to learn and you'll learn far more than you ever would under the threat of a failing grade or a homework assignment do um so there's this thing um that all being said, I love how the first link is in the ADL, the anti-defamation, right? Is that anti-defamation league? Yeah. Which is now just turned into, that's just another three-letter agency for all I'm concerned. Um, but it's a it's a conspiracy theory, which means nothing now. It, it, the conspiracy theory, just like the words racist and bigot and xenophobe and hateful, means nothing now. It, it means nothing. It's just, it is. It's It's not... There's really only one distinction in this world. Anti-human, power, money-hungry psychopaths that are into occult shit. And if and that's best case scenario, they're into occult shit. Worst case, they're just evil and want you dead. And uh, pro-human, pro-everyone's wealth-increasing people. That's really the only distinction. It's not men, women. It's not America, China. It's not pro-choice, pro... It's none of that. It is, it is anti-human demons, and pro, but that's... I know I needed more time for the solar ant, and it's going to be a real shame. We got to cut it off short, but it is what it is. But it's called Nezera slash Gezera, which just sounds like a slur. I can only hope that my podcast succeeds wildly one day and that I will be brought to my knees years from now when a, when a video from 2022 resurfaces of, uh, of notable podcaster Tommy Kerrigan going on a rant about Nezera and Gezera. Like a, like a hot mic, like filmed on a shitty flip phone. Kramer in a trench coat screaming the N-word at a nightclub. But it's just me 
in a fucking sweater with blue lights around me saying Nezera Gezera. And like the clip would come up of, and it'd be on like CNN and they'd, you know, they'd bleep it and they'd pixelate my mouth. And yeah. But, um, and you see a bunch of Reddit, Reddit articles, like he's done now with just, you know, 80 of those gay fucking awards on it and be like, this is the real face of fascism, but it's called Nezera Gezera. But now this is saying that it's not a conspiracy. Wikipedia says it's not a conspiracy. Wait, what? Has since be okay. So the national so Nezera and so it's called Nezera Gezera N E S A R A all caps N E S A R A. So like New England and then Sarah S A R A without an H N E S A R A Nezera and then Gezera the same word with a G G E S A R A all caps Nezera slash Gezera is I guess how it's is what you would need to if you wanted to search it Nezera Gezera. And this is actually going to kind of be an interesting podcast right now because I actually don't know anything about this. I just saw that from the little bit I read, it was a proposed it was a proposed economic reform that cancels 100% of debt from everyone across the board. And it's some like world shifting event. It sounds like something that would go hand in hand with like continuity of government because they do have a, mo- a lot of mock drafts and legislations that just like you have secondary tertiary coordinary plans on plans of, of military contingencies there's also legal contingencies a lot of it started under eisenhower you can read about it in garrett uh, garrett graff's book raven rock all about like there's a lot like the the postal uh the u.s postal service turns into uh, a vaccination delivery system as well as a morgue they would collect bodies from houses of irradiated wastelands and put them in like lead-lined refrigerators there's a whole whatever the national park service would actually turn into like a massive uh refugee relocation area and then like it would become legal to hunt people's dogs to provide meat this is goes back to the 50s it's fucking wild and so this it sounds like this is something that could go along with that but this will be an interesting episode in that i actually don't know anything about this so now we will learn together i need just like a little animation like come on in to tommy's treehouse we'll learn together but instead of learning about verbs and you know how to how to what was it when you a sentence when you not graphing a sentence charting a sentence structuring a sentence when you'd have like the weird branches and you but instead of learning about addition we're learning about continuity of government come on into Tommy's treehouse like Mr. Frizzle and Magic School Bus but it's just me in a neon rooms screaming about the continuity of government and contingency plans. The treasury building actually has tanks in the basement. That That's true. It does. This is why I need guests. I don't provide structure for myself. I'm a very good self-employed boss. Very routine and very regimented and disciplined and consistent. Except when I'm just left alone with the microphone. There's no... You're getting a peek into how my mind works. This is how I think is just nonstop pistons firing, no direction. It is a rocket, but it has no directional fins on it. It's just going in circles at Mach 9. Nezera was a set was a set of proposed economic reforms for the United States suggest and this is now everything I, I don't know any of this. For the United States suggested during the 1990s by Harvey Francis Barnard. 
Barnard, Barnard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D, claimed that the proposals, which included replacing the income tax with the national sales tax, abolishing compound interest on secured loans, and returning to a bimetallic currency, bimetal history, but, but would result in 0% inflation. That doesn't sound that wild. Nezra has since become better known as the subject of a cult-like conspiracy theorist promoted by Shiny, Shiny, S-H-A-I-N-I, Shaney, Candace, Good, I thought it was like Candace Owens. I was like, fuck yeah. Also known as Dove of Oneness, who claimed that the act was actually passed with a, so she says it's been passed with additional provisions as the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. So one word changed. Re, uh, recovery to reformation and then suppressed by the George W. Bush administration and the Supreme Court. Goodwin's conspiracy emails have been translated into several languages and have a large following online. So what is it? This actually doesn't seem that interesting. Well, that's this is maybe kind of a shitty podcast. <laughs> Let's see what Anti-Defamation League says. That all debts would be wiped out in a radical reset of the U.S. economy. Okay, it is... The conspiracy says no no so the actual act says that we it would put us back on the gold standard the conspiracy says that they were secretly passed by congress in the wake of 9-11 okay so just wiping out all taxes and this doesn't sound like a bad conspiracy we're on a gold-backed currency now this doesn't sound bad at all let's see what twitter has to say about Nezere Gezra. This is from April 8th, 2020. Cancels all credit card, mortgage, and other bank debt due to illegal banking and government activity. Okay, so it's saying that fraud vitiates everything and the U.S. government is fraudulent. So, all right, well, this just kind of sounds like a libertarian circle jerk now. Well, this is coming out to a lot less cool than I thought it would be. Well, this is kind of gay. I wonder if I can find... I don't know if I can find it. Maybe I got to type in conspiracy theory. Maybe this isn't the way to do a solo rant. Maybe I should actually learn about it beforehand because not only has this turned out to be nothing, but there's actually, there's also the process of me having to learn about it in real time. And that takes away from the, th the flow. Well, this is a, maybe my subconscious was right by meditating for an extra half hour. Maybe I knew this podcast only needed 30 minutes. Maybe that's how many fucking steps ahead I am. The Nezra Gezra references are a QAnon conspiracy theory. Well, this everything I don't like is QAnon, which claimed that a law uh, that a law would essentially solve everyone's problems, what? and it would end disease. Well, this is retarded. This was kind of a flop. I'm sorry. All right. So, what have we learned from this? One, you should probably look into these things beforehand so that you don't end up serving up a cold nothing burger. And two, the very act of having to read it and look into it in real time itself destroys the flow of the podcast. Well, this was a learning process for uh, all parties involved. But it was proposed, which is interesting. 
you got to wonder what else is out there then, right? Because I think I think this could have been from nothing, but I'm pretty sure that like Lincoln set the precedent that the president has unlimited authority to save the republic. What republic is he saving? Is it for the billionaire class and the national security apparatus or we the people? That's up for debate. I think we probably all know where that answer lies. But just like you have contingency plans of of military, right? I mean, I have I have the iMac and I have this microphone. And I'm not using the good Sony mic, uh, camera, but let's imagine that I am. I have contingency plans. If this microphone cuts out, there's a microphone built into the iMac. If that camera cuts out, there's a camera built into the iMac. Now, that's kind of my immediate contingency plan. If those don't work, I can go into the closet, open up a a waterproof box I have, and I can pull out a a, a completely separate um, uh, a GoPro streaming thing, as well as a completely separate microphone. So that would be a third round. If that doesn't work, I can use my phone and FaceTime and record it there. So a fourth level. If the internet doesn't work, I can use the uh, I can use the the cell service on my phone. And if that doesn't work, I have like a mobile. Like a separate Verizon account, and it's just like this little pod that I can turn on its own. It's really expensive, but on the off chance that I have a big time guest and everything else cuts out, I can turn that on. So those are like physical contingency plans for this podcast, right? I have the podcast uploaded to Rumble, Spotify, BitChute, Odyssey, CloudHub, and Brighteon. There are also on this set of hard drives just off camera. There's also a, a so one set is online, a second set's right there. A third set are on a, a handful of hard drives that I have wrapped in a waterproof bag and a fireproof bag that I threw into a, a vault, I, a, 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 a safe I have. And I, and I back up those every week. And then every like two months or so, I have the deep core, which is six more hard drives inside of a safe, inside of a safe, and it's wrapped in like like the 12 or 13 layers of fireproofing, waterproofing, moisture sucking desiccant bags and EMP shielding, actual like copper woven like thread. And then I have copies of this podcast in other people's homes, in other people's gun safes and I don't even know where those are, which is good, it's complete complete decentralization. But like that you would then have to imagine that there would have to be contingency plans for. So now let's kind of extrapolate that to the government. You would have, you know, different military contingency plans. Obviously, you have the National Guard, uh, all the air bases, all, all the bases here would be turned into functioning bases. You would just, you know, the Navy could then act as a Coast Guard or vice versa. Border Patrol would become more, I guess, militantly deputized. But like all things, you would also have legal things, right? Not only do you have a you know the gun next to your bed, but then there's also legislation because that it's also a weapon. You know, is the pen mightier than the sword? Who gives a shit? Just have a pen and a sword, and then you're Gucci. So there are laws again to turn the National Park Service into like refugee grounds, the uh, U.S. Postal Service as a vaccination delivery system, as well as a morgue. Um, Eisenhower set up the Czar system. And it was to take the top executives of the private industry, and in case of a nuclear war, they would set up a post-nuclear war economy. 
because it wasn't just a rah-rah jerk fest that capitalism was the best. They were actually like, no, this is the best weapon, the economic engine and the innovation, the technological and thus weaponry innovation from a free market, because what we really are all are are multiple ind independent conscious computers. The wet dream of AI, we already have. They're called humans, and they all have very simple things. They're all looking for food, water, shelter, wealth, and reproduction, right? Sex. Well, the people at the top also want those things. So because everyone's on board, it's a decentralized commander's intent. Everyone has the same ideas. So that's capitalism. So there was an actual economic national security slash economic important to the importance to the persistence of capitalism. And so Eisenhower set up the czar system, which was to establish a new free market in the wake of a nuclear holocaust. Not just because they wanted they wanted that money. You may be thinking in a nuclear holocaust, why are we worried about the free market? Well, no, it's it's not just an idea. It actually does produce the best thing. So whether it's us evolving from a 1990 technological consumer market to a 2022 technological consumer market, there's there's reality in that. It also means economies of scale. It also means uh the more efficient production of food. It, it's so if you were to be re so the very nature in which we grow our society, whether you're growing from 1990 America to 2022 America, would also be good to grow year one America to year two America. And instead of updating the capacity of an iPhone or an iPod, instead, it would be bringing us from a nuclear holocaust to a post-nuclear colony, and then maybe a city-state. So it actually is the best engine for innovation. Not just cheaper goods, but also the actual production of goods. So we've moved so far from from survival that we kind of just look at it now as it's bad. We don't need newer things. No, but it is. It's the very nature of going forward. Whether you're accelerating from fifty-five miles an hour to sixty miles an hour, or zero miles an hour to five miles an hour, that mode of acceleration is still used. Whether you're going to work or whether you're driving away from a fucking mass shooting that car still has the same value. So that's that. That's what Eisenhower's system was, was a czar system to push it all forward. There are a lot of other things. There's, you know, there's sweeping national security. There's the idea that the Patriot Act is, you know, it's not, you read any of it, and it does seem like it's it's been on, it was on the shelf. Much like you have these contingency plans for we don't ever want to use them, but if somebody gets cute, we will launch a, a nuclear hellfire from one of multiple undetectable nuclear subs. You also have legislation that you don't want to use, but it's there. You have the gun. And it includes just the nationalization of all of all radio, complete government control of all. I mean, I would imagine that the the downing of all planes on 9-11 was probably nothing new. That had probably been on the books for a long time. Cheney dusted it off and used it. There's probably a similar, I would imagine, nuclear football, but instead of nuclear codes, it's national security emergency legislation. Shit that is wildly unpopular, could never even be proposed, could never even be leaked to, to Congress because it would be so, just the very reaction to it would be so visceral. But much like there are acceptable losses in theoretical nuclear war, Think of uh, Dr. Strangelove, 50 million to 60 million Americans dead. 
we could win this. That's okay. That's an acceptable loss. It's a cold, dark thing to think about, but someone has to. And we have the luxury of pawning it off to others and then waving a finger and saying, well, I don't entertain such things as that. But someone has to. You know, Eisenhower had to make the calculation about the D-Day invasion. It's not lost on him that a lot of kids aren't going to have dads now on both sides. It's probably also not lost on him that ultimately a lot more kids will have dads on both sides. So you have to just extrapolate all these things and go there. There's prob that's probably exactly what it is. I highly doubt that the creation of the Capitol Police in all 50 states in reaction to an insurrection at the at the at the Capitol. I doubt that was off the cuff. That legislation probably and then the thing is, is there's a lot of legislation that we'll probably never see, just like we'll probably never see a nuke from orbit because they don't want to use it and they want to keep it quiet. And you hope that it's a lot of our nuclear systems were were thought up, proposed, written up, contracted, built, successfully tested and maintained, cut down, watered down, decommissioned, taken apart and then declassified, having never once been fired. They have set out entire tables of food and then thrown them away. You're the, the the female body creates the creates the egg and ovulates, has a period and gets rid of it all. And no, 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 no zygote was ever fertilized. But it's prepared to. In that same way. There are probably things, there's probably legislation that we will never see. God willing. We'll never see a cruise missile Ebola attack on May on mainland China in response to a, the nuking of Seattle. But you'd be retarded to think that that's not physically there and ready to go at the press of a button. So emergency legislation like this, I don't even see how that's a conspiracy to clear out all. It's probably what you would do in the wake of a nuclear war and or war with China. Who holds all of our debt? Because that would be a weapon against them. That would also get morale. That would get everyone involved. You're clear to death. That would boost morale. Actually, that kind of seems like these, the 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 epipen. That kind of seems like the adrenaline shot for total economic disaster. How would you get someone who's just like, what does it even fucking matter? I owe so much debt, I can barely pay off the interest. How do you get someone like that to become a fucking hungry entrepreneur producing double or triple what they normally produce? Think about Pervitin, right? The, the, the meth-based, not meth-based, it was meth, Altoid-like candy that the pilots in the Luftwaffe and the tank commanders and the, and the um, whatever the fuck, the, the guys, the Blitzkrieg, Rommel and gang. That was to jack up their efficacy. Now, obviously, it was abused, and it's it's meant as a blitzkrieg weapon and not a siege weapon, which is why it really had no effect in Stalingrad, which is a war of attrition and more of a waiting game. But that was something to rapidly increase the output of an individual for a short period of time in a scenario of desperation and extraordinary time. The invasion of a sovereign nation in 1939, September 1st, that would be one of them. How else... You know, the 1,200 Trump bucks during COVID, that's probably wasn't fought up on the go. It's probably taken off the shelf. Biden's uh, buh, 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 student loan forgiveness, it's probably taken off the shelf. It's not, this wasn't original. 
That's not a slight of Biden. I'm just, it's probably been on the shelf. The funding of Ukraine, I'm sure the methods that we are using to fund them and the way in which we are delivering weapons, those lines have been well-maintained and oiled for the last 70 years in case instead of Ukraine, it was Vietnam or fucking Saudi Arabia. I would imagine that there is a ton of legislation. And how else would you rapidly jack up everyone's own incentive? You wipe all debt. That's how you get a lot of people who you'd still have a lot of deadbeats. But that's how you get a lot of people who maybe weren't too interested in pursuing anything because they felt fucked. That's how you get a lot of them all of a sudden working double and triple time because all of a sudden all that money is going in the bank. You're, you wipe your debt and you wipe tax. You'll have a lot of people that are just showing up at their Amazon warehouse job to now people that are like scheming and manipulating like, dude, I'm getting a second job. I'm going to open up this business in my garage. Maybe I'm just looking at it idyllically because that's how I think, but that's what Nezra Gezra would be. And it wouldn't even need to be a nuclear holocaust. You might just do it in the wake of COVID. You'd say, hey, no taxes on anyone. We're wiping all debt and no one's taxed for the next... 24 months. That is a shot of meth. People would work their fucking asses off. When you're in a group project, you don't really, whatever. It's diffusion responsibility. When it's your job, when it's your exam on the line, that's how you stay up for 18 hours on Adderall, memorizing the Krebs cycle and the pyruvate cycle and the electron transport chain, because that's your test grade for you and you alone. You can't do that indefinitely, but you can certainly do it for 18 hours. You can get that adrenaline kick to save your grade so you don't have to retake the semester. That probably exists not just for a nuclear war. Maybe not even for COVID. Maybe just if it seems that the United States is really just going downhill, you would inject that shot into it. And I would imagine there would be an aspect of even changing the currency currency, and then saying that war with China vitiates everything, which is what we're going to do. We, that is exactly what we're going to do. We owe them $30 trillion. We're not paying that. It's just how long until they realize we're not paying it. And that's when the war starts. So the idea that it can, it's a conspiracy theory that the ADL is concerned with? What are you, fucking high? It doesn't make any sense. All right, I got another one. We gotta we gotta wrap this one up. Take care, everybody.